blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than Swiftcast. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 49. Hey guys, what's going on? Hi. We are one episode away from our 50th episode, which is pretty cool. That's crazy. It's crazy. I can't even believe that we've gotten that far. Like, that's that's insane. Is 50 called your golden anniversary, or am I thinking of something else? Well, we can call it our golden anniversary. I think we should call it that. I mean, basically, it's it's been a year anyway, like, you know? Yeah, exactly. And we celebrated our actual one-year first birthday anniversary of the first episode of SwiftCast last week on April 9th, so that was super exciting. Woohoo! So we're really excited that we are almost at 50 episodes, and so for episode 49, this is Steph. Ashley. And Nate. And we have a really exciting episode. We do. In honor of our one-year anniversary last week, we did some trivia, and I think you guys had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it was really fun. I Basically, what I did was I went on Twitter and I tweeted out 13 questions which were trivia questions about the show itself and about us, the hosts. And a lot of you guys are really paying attention. So that was kind of flattering. I was impressed. Yeah, I actually got a lot of mentions. Yeah, that was cool. I think my favorite was when I asked um, people to name guests that we've had and somebody said Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I can, yeah. I, you know. We all wish. You know, we can only hope. Sheeran bucket list, right? Yeah. We'd probably be the best Taylor Swift slash Ed Sheeran podcast out there, so just saying. I think so. Some might even call us a Sheerio cast. I would. I mean. If we got Ed on an episode, I think I would, like, make him come back and be a host forever. That would be that would be pretty awesome. He might say no. <laughs> we might as well copyright that name, Sheerio cast, so just in case, you know. <laughs> just in case that it happens somewhere down the line. So, but yeah, the trivia was super fun, and I wanted to say congrats to our two winners. The first winner was at A underscore MCC13, and she won uh, two Taylor Swift greeting cards and two sheets of really awesome Taylor stickers, so congrats. And the runner-up, who won a Taylor greeting card of her choice, also was at Lottie Cookface. So congratulations, guys. You did a great job, and thanks for paying so much attention to SwiftCast. Yeah, thanks, everyone, for participating. Yeah, it's really awesome. And they're actually both international Swifties, so they were really excited that they're getting some greeting cards. So in other news, just something funny I wanted to mention before we get into the episode. So the other day, Taylor – actually, it was yesterday – Taylor was walking around New York looking fabulous as always. She had these cute springy, like, green, greenish pants on and this plaid shirt that was, like, really bright and colorful. Um, And, of course, because it was plaid, it reminded me of All Too Well. But, anyways, as she's walking around New York, I noticed that she forgot to take the tag off of her pants. And everybody started noticing it. And actually, some even news sources picked it up. And I felt bad for her, but I think this happens to everybody. And the first thought that came to my mind was like, maybe she still hasn't been able to open up that pack of scissors. <laughs> like, maybe that's why it's the tag was still on there. I didn't even notice it at first. I, I looked at that picture, everything. I looked at all those pictures. Yeah, I didn't even notice. Not at all. It's overshadowed by the flawlessness that is every other part of her. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, and she looked really great. And one thing that other people were saying is how it was really rainy in New York and people were in, like, hooded sweatshirts and they had their umbrellas up and and Taylor's there, like, in this really springy outfit with no coat on. <laughs> Just, like, like a bright of sunshine. An otherwise cloudy world. <laughs> and then some people made these really funny comments, like, the rain would not dare to fall on Taylor. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, speaking of funny Taylor things, she just tweeted. I love when she tweets during episodes because then we get to include them in the show. So um, Josh Peck, who is the actor from the show Drake and Josh, which I love and I still watch it. He's on Twitter and he tweeted at Taylor and, and said, Taylor Swift's Instagram makes me want to be a better person. And then she replied to him and said, if you aren't being sarcastic, thanks. <laughs> and then she said, also, your Vine equals LOL. I haven't seen his Vine, but apparently it's funny. I think everything Taylor does makes us all just be like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just visited 2,000 sick children all in the course of, like, a day and brought them presents and played guitar and then went home and made a painting and made cookies and made cat videos and then went and recorded your new album in the studio. That's insane. She leads the craziest life. So one last announcement before we get into keeping up with Swift. We have really exciting giveaway news. We're going to be announcing the winner of our giveaway that we've been holding for the past couple weeks. So make sure you stay tuned to see if you won. Um, and then we're also going to have other ex more exciting giveaway news later in this episode. But for now, we're going to turn to keeping up with Swift. All right. So voting, voting, voting. Tons of voting going on right now. So Taylor has three nominations for the Radio Disney Awards, which are going to air on Disney Channel at um, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on April 27th. I feel like we've been announcing these nominations for like six months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, whatever gets people to vote, you know? Yeah, I guess they have a really long voting period. So Taylor's nominations are She's the One for Best Female Artist, So Fantastic for Fiercest Fans, and Musical Mashup for Everything Has Changed. And you can vote at RadioDisney.com, so definitely do that. And then the first ever iHeartRadio Awards are coming up on May 1st, so just a couple days after the Radio Disney Awards. And those are going to air at 8 p.m. Eastern on NBC. And you can go to iHeartRadio.com. And Taylor's nominations there are Fan Army of the Year. So vote for our, us, ourselves. We would appreciate it. And um, her other one is Country Song for Highway Don't Care. So iHeartRadio.com to vote for those. And then you can also vote for Taylor to be on Time's list of the most influential people in the world. She was on this list in 2010, and um, it, I mean, I think she's more than deserving of being on it again. I'm shocked that she hasn't been since then. Yeah, I've always been shocked about that. I mean, I guess there are a lot of other influential people out there, but Taylor just does so much, and this has been such a good year for her that I think she should be on there. So you should go to time.com, and then on the upper right-hand corner of that page, you'll see where you can nominate her and vote for her to be on that list. And then, finally, uh, for the upcoming Billboard Music Awards, which are going to be on May 18th, Taylor is nominated for Social Artist and Country Artist. 
So those are going to air May 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. And when I saw she only had two nominations, I was like really shocked because last year she took home eight. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was really shocked about the touring artist because clearly 2013 was a huge year for her mm-hmm. for touring. Was that one of the ones that she won last year at Billboards? It may have been. Yeah, maybe the way their calendar works. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how their calendar works, but maybe that's partially why she isn't up for more right now. Yeah, she probably can't be nominated again for the same things that she was nominated for last year. Which is fair. You know, give other people a turn. (laughs) Yeah, she really did have quite a handful of awards. Like Ashley said, eight last year. Yeah, she took home the most from anyone from that award show. Yeah. And we had the epic haters gonna hate shirt. It was a good night. <laughs> I can't believe that was a year ago already. That's that's crazy. Wow. Well, maybe she'll wear something else epic this year. Maybe a cat shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in other news, earlier this week, well, pretty much every day this week, Taylor's been out and about in New York City, which we always love. We love seeing her cute outfits. And she just looks amazing all the time. Uh, and she's been hanging out some really with some really cool people. Kara, the the model, has been around New York City, and they were spotted out shopping together. Uh, she made cookies with Gracie Gold. She was she's gone out with Carly Kloss. We even saw Caitlin went to New York to visit Taylor, which was awesome seeing those two together. Um, and then Lena Dunham was also spotted visiting Taylor, and I guess she was carrying a script. So all these news sources are now saying. Maybe Taylor is going to be on an episode of Girls, but, you know, we don't have any idea whether this will actually happen. So we'll have to wait and see. I hope that she does an episode. I've actually never seen Girls. I've seen the first two seasons. I haven't watched the last one yet. I'll probably catch up on it at some point. But it's like, it's a show that I can definitely see her on because basically, I mean, it's kind of hard to describe because the it doesn't really have a central plot. It's just... It's about, you know, a group of friends in their 20s who live in New York, but it's so much more realistic than other shows that portray people in their 20s living in New York. It's basically about them just trying to figure out their lives and knowing that they don't know anything, which kind of reminds me of, like, the journey that Taylor has gone on in her 20s and, like, just the whole 22 vibe and everything. So I can just see her, like... When she's sarcastic, she's so funny, and the show has a lot of sarcasm and sassiness, and I just think she would fit in perfectly. Hmm. It's definitely a show I've always wanted to try out. I just don't have HBO. Yeah, I don't have HBO either. I don't either. I just catch it here and there where I can. I'll be honest, I probably wouldn't watch it unless Taylor was on there anyway. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, warning to anybody who does go watch it, it has a lot of nudity. So I don't think Taylor would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Miley Cyrus, get her on there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so just wanted to give my two cents there. Well, actually, speaking of Taylor's sassiness and sarcastic vibe that she sometimes can have, she actually showed up on SNL the other day to support Ed. And I just have to mention that was one thing I said I thought she would do. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were right. It was kind of really easy to guess that because obviously she was going to show up, <laughs> but I didn't expect her to actually be featured in the show. And yeah, she that's actually, what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. She was actually in the monologue and she was so funny because Seth Rogen was just 
kind of talking about how he was upset. And so she shows up and she's, and he's like, well, what are you doing here? And she said, oh, well, you were upset. And anytime a man shows emotion, I appear. (laughs) And it was just so cute. So that was really fun. And she is very sassy, which would probably, even though I've never seen girls, it probably would be a good fit based on what Ashley said. Um, And then also in relation to Ed, Taylor was seen out with him and they were filming a documentary about Ed that is going to air on MTV later. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. What do we know what that's about at all? Um, I've heard some Ed fans saying this has been an ongoing thing about this documentary they're going to do. I'm guessing it probably will be released in June when he's getting ready to promote his new album. But other than that, I don't know anything. We'll keep everybody updated on the details. Sounds like it's going to be amazing. On another related note, if you guys didn't listen to Ed's uh, new music on SNL, you should go check it out. It was awesome. Yeah, we talked about Sing on episode 47, and I love it. I loved it when it came out on iTunes, but the live version mm-hmm. just blew me away. And then he did his mm-hmm. other new song called Don't, which I cannot stop listening to. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. If that's a, yeah, if that's any you know indication of what his new album's going to be like, sign me up. Like right away. Oh yeah, so. I already have my money put aside to get his tour tickets. I think you can pre-order his album now too. So you can edsheeran.com. They actually have a lot of really cool packages where you can get different merch and things. And yeah, I'm gonna do that. Um, I was gonna ask you guys, what did you think of the fact that he had like a backing band during this performance? You know, yeah, I noticed that too as he was going. It was surprising to me, honestly. Um, I'm not sure if it was just for you know. I mean, he can definitely play the songs acoustic, but yeah, I wonder if uh, on the album it's going to feature a lot more of that, you know, uh, like backdrop kind of music, you know, extra guitars and, and whatever, you know, so. I don't know. I thought I heard him say in an interview that this album will only be him, but then the next one he might have more of like a band, but I'm not 100% sure. I thought um, it was good, but I I just love the loop pedal. Yeah. I heard somebody say, like, SNL didn't want him to do it that way. Um, and so he was kind of required to have the backup and band oh. and everything. But again, I'm not 100% sure. I just prefer it with the loop pedal. Yeah, I, yeah. don't get me wrong. I do. I love his acoustic stuff, so everything he does, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love him acoustic. I loved him with the band, so either way, I'll be happy. Exactly. Yeah, if you didn't get to catch... Taylor and Ed on SNL, you can look it up on Hulu or On Demand and definitely catch it there. It was amazing. Um, And then after Taylor appeared on SNL, she actually, the next day, went to Ohio to attend a fan's bridal shower. So congratulations to Gina Gabriel on that. Uh, it's, It's really amazing how dedicated Taylor is to the fans. And Taylor actually then made a video blog of her adventure And this was so exciting. We have not had a video blog in over two years. Yeah, really. I was excited when that came out. I mean, she she put her own music in the background. She used the same font. It was like the same kind of style. I mean, I just felt like we were back in the Fearless era. She needs to do more of those. Yeah, I hope this means maybe she'll give us some more. But exciting stuff. And then Taylor also went that same day to watch Gracie Gold ice skate. So she is a very busy lady. Um, And then today it was just announced that Taylor is going to be attending the Met Gala in New York City 
on May 5th, and she's going to represent Jay Mendel, and that's who she represented last year when she wore that really cool black dress. Um, so I'm excited to see what she'll wear this year. And Taylor just tweeted again. She wanted to give us another piece <laughs> of news to add to this episode. She said, got to go to a magical Ingrid Michaelson concert tonight and hear the new album. And she says, my favorite song is Wonderful Unknown. So that's what Taylor did tonight. Sounds like she's You heard it here first. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> also on Twitter. Well, that reminds me of that previous tweet she did probably a couple weeks ago when she said, you know, the one thing that's remained constant in her life for the past 10 years was her love of Ingrid and Coldplay and I forget who else. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy, yeah. And um, Paramore. Right, right. That's so funny when I, I, I love that tweet of hers because it's like, that's how I feel about her music. Exactly. Yeah, it's like kind of ironic almost yeah <laughs> it's like... i told her that when i met her i've somehow managed to get out that one coherent sentence where i said that um you know your music's been the only thing that's like stayed consistent in my life and there are a few other artists that i've also like felt that way about throughout the years so i'm glad that she was able to go see her favorite artist tonight she probably fangirled mm. <laughs> as she does well next we're going to move on to our mini segments and you guys have some good ones this week. Yeah, definitely. Our first one comes from at uh, Tori Swift thirteen on Twitter. Hey Tori, uh, wanting to know the name of Taylor's next album so you don't have to call it Album Five anymore. Swifty problems. This is a huge Swifty problem. This is Swifty problem of the year. Yeah. I don't know. I've been so like anxious and excited to just hear it. You know, just a little bit, but nothing. Wouldn't yet. it be so funny if it came out and it was just called Album Five? <laughs> <laughs> like it's so amazing that it doesn't even need a name or maybe just five i've always said like the the fifth track of her albums is always amazing so if this album was just called five i probably would be really really excited it'll be a whole album of every other song that she considered to be the fifth song on other albums <laughs> was fifth track on red was it all too yeah. well yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. What about the other two? What were the fifth tracks? Dear John, White mm. Horse, uh, and Cold as You. Well, yeah, I'm fine. Pretty amazing songs. Uh, well, stay tuned because we're actually going to be talking a little bit more about album five later on. But our next submission comes from at T Swift underscore updating. And their Swifty problem is jump in the sound of a Taylor song playing at a store. So true. So true. I've never done that, but I have lingered longer in a store just, just to hear, the, uh, just rest to hear the, the, the end of the song. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've definitely done that. Our next one is from Vanya Robles24, and she said, seeing Taylor's merchandise and don't have enough money to buy it, parentheses, true story, and then she put a sad face. That is sad. Yeah, a lot of people have that problem. It's kind of a problem that just goes in cycles because you want all mm -hmm. the stuff, you don't have any money, you get money, you spend it all on Taylor stuff, and then you don't have any money, and then Taylor puts out <laughs> new stuff. And then more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's how my life goes. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> all right, our next one comes from at She Made Us Proud. When you're reading and they mention Taylor Swift and then you can't concentrate anymore, Swifty problems. Yep, sounds accurate. Definitely. Uh, and our last submission for this week comes from Swifty Always. The story of us was playing in Pizza Hut and I just screamed. Whoops. Swifty problems. And the story of us is one of those rare songs that you sh 
really don't hear her, so I get the screaming. Oh, yes. I get it. Definitely. Okay, well, next we're actually going to go to our Taylor Dictionary, which we haven't done in a while, but we have it. a really good one this week. I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah, whatever happened to that? We just ran out of words in the Taylor language. We need to do it. We're making a comeback right now. So this actually came about today when I was talking to Steph about all of the Taylor merch that I have because I have way too much. And I told her that I have so much that I recently ran out of space. So I started putting all of it into this big empty suitcase that I have. So the suitcase is overflowing with Taylor merch now. So she told me that I have a Swift case. (laughs) Yeah. I've done that before. I've, well... I've made extra. Sp- I've made sure to have extra space in my suitcase when I go to a Taylor show, just to stock it with Taylor merch. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do when I go on vacation this summer. <laughs> <laughs> you should buy one of those like massive tubs, like at Walmart. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to need to. I don't have any more space. <laughs> well, we are going to be giving away a lot of things, so that'll clear out a little space, I guess. That's true. So, if you guys have any words that you think we need to add to the Taylor Dictionary. Let us know. Yeah, help us bring it back. We haven't had any submissions for that in a while, so. Yeah, it can be either any word that, like, you, you know, rearrange it to incorporate Taylor's name into it. Like, we've had Taycation in the past, which is a vacation where you go to Taylor Swift concerts, which is the best kind of vacation. Mm-hmm. We've had so many. It can be really anything that you use specifically when talking about Taylor. Yeah, so send them our way. Next, we're going to go into the main discussion, which we talked about a little earlier. It's very exciting about album five. We're very excited about it. Um, And last night, Brian Mansfield, who is the USA Today's Nashville correspondent, actually wrote in a tweet that had the whole fandom in a huge frenzy, almost (laughs) like the night we found out all too well was going to be played at the Grammys. Um, (laughs) And he tweeted, overheard today from someone who has listened to new Taylor Swift music, quote, it's like the other albums were practice for this one. The other thing he tweeted yesterday was, the other thing I've inferred from brief conversations is that her subject matter has broadened, which I don't know what that means, but this is very exciting stuff. Well, to be fair, um, well, you know, I mean, obviously the the, um, main focus of her albums normally is, you know, other guys, so... Um, or, or just relationships that she's had. Maybe uh, maybe in this case, um, and this is just my speculation, I don't know. Maybe she writes about other people's relationships, maybe Ed's, or maybe she writes about, you know, more like 22-themed kind of songs, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, or like maybe Selena and Justin mm-hmm. ah, there or we something. Go, yeah. mm-hmm. I heard there's a little, you know, drama about that, so. Hmm. I just, I'm so intrigued because, like, the past two years have actually been, I think, like, the slowest time in terms of her dating. Like, she hasn't really right. been in any, like, serious, you know, long relationships or anything, so. Mm-hmm. I think it was really just, um, like, Connor Kennedy kind of towards the end there. But she, I mean, she ended up getting in, you know, right at the end there. Like, everything has changed, so. Mm-hmm. And then I don't Harry... see there being very many more songs about him. Right, mm-hmm. Oh, I guess Harry. Yeah, Harry Styles. Yeah, actually, come to think of it. If there are songs about Connor, I would think they're going to be really, like, sweet. Mm. Nothing negative. I mm. don't think they had a falling out. That Harry could be, could provide for some interesting songwriting. Yeah, 
I, you know, the media in an uproar again. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's like, you know, she tries to not pay attention to the media, but at the same time, I definitely think she knows that, like, that whole relationship has been, like, so dissected already and just, like, over, overanalyzed, right. mm-hmm. over-talked about that, like, not, I'm not saying she would leave off any songs just for that reason about him, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be the main focus either. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll be all songs about Meredith. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Subject matter has broadened. <laughs> uh, so just in keeping with the theme of album five, there's, there's actually this cool article on Pop Crush. You can look it up on Pop Crush's website, but the title of it is called Like a Girl in a Brand New Dress. What Taylor's latest look says about her new album. And so this article just goes through each era of Taylor since she first broke out into the industry and kind of relates how each look kind of corresponded with her sound and her music at that time. Um, So it starts out with, I'm just a girl trying to find a place in the world. Uh, When she was 16, Taylor was just, you know, she wore a lot of sundresses, a lot of cowboy boots, sparkly accessories and curly hair. And her songs were really kind of the girl next door, getting into adolescent struggles. And the author of the article says that Taylor really tapped into a market who favored putting her heart on her sleeve over anything provocative. Yeah, I mean, when I think of the way that she dressed in that era, I just feel like it's it was definitely the epitome of innocence. Even though her clothing yeah, has definitely. stayed fairly conservative i mean even now that she's getting a little more bold with her choices it's still nothing like the other celebrities that you see out there but (laughs) but yeah like i you know i just read a tweet i don't know who it was from i apologize but somewhere on my timeline somebody had posed the question do you think that taylor ever misses her her sundresses and and cowboy boot days i don't i don't think so honestly I mean, she said before. I I don't. I yeah. I can't. I can't give a reference, but um, I remember her saying specifically before when she talked about the Speak Now era. And in the Speak Now era, she was um, um, people have equated it to more like uh, magical, whimsical, fairy esque. Anyway, uh, I remember her oh, yeah, saying. She, she said that in a Keds interview. Was it Sorry. the Keds interview? Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and she says, yeah. She goes, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not really gonna go back to that. Like, I'm not really, uh, you know. I don't know what she said specifically, but basically the gist was she wasn't really into it anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. So as far as the, I mean, maybe that you can transpose that onto the the sundress. Well, at the same time, I also, I kind of feel like most people dressed a certain way in high school in, you know, their teenage years. That's not the way that they probably dress later in their 20s and 30s. But I think there's always Mm -hmm. a little glimmer of just like looking back, you know, like Mm -hmm. nostalgia and just remembering what your life was like when those were the clothes that described your personality. So I think that she looks back on those days and smiles. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's ever going to wear those things again, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you still see fans today going to her shows with a cute sundress and cowboy boots. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think she would be really excited that those fans dress like that. I know you clearly don't see it as much, especially during the red era. The red era was more, High-waisted shorts. I was going to say, high-waisted shorts are the new sundress. Yeah. Um, So then the author goes and talks about the Fearless era and, you know, explains 
2008, she was 18. She was starting to kind of break away from the high school sweetheart image. And, you know, she started wearing a lot more long floor length gowns and you know she often put her her curls in updos and she looked more sophisticated but she was still holding on the the author says she was still holding on to the title of america's sweetheart just with a fairy tale spin and i definitely think during the fearless era and into the speak now era she was more into the floor length gowns you know really elegant updos um sparkles definitely sparkles yeah i loved that era though i I love them all and of course then during the speak now era this author talks about how she wore headbands like nate talked about earlier um today she she says she probably looked like a fairy wandering (laughs) around with these headbands on um but you know she really she was showing a lot more maturity the speak now and was exploring different themes and speak now beyond just like, you know, when you think of teardrops on my guitar, you think of a high school, you even you belong with me, you think mm-hmm. of a high school and speak now just showed a, a maturity. Yeah, definitely. It was interesting to see her kind of evolve through that. So, um, and then, and then finally the red era, the era we most know about right now, like we said, Taylor, you know, was wearing high waisted shorts a lot and then everybody like oh my gosh she doesn't have any clothes on and then (laughs) taylor was like guys i'm wearing shorts (laughs) um and you know she started wearing keds which she always loved keds and even as a kid she wore them so that was really cool and of course she had the bangs so it is it's funny how each era had a different look and during of course during the red era you know, these songs were her most mature to date when you think about All Too Well, State of Grace, Begin Again. I Knew You Were Trouble. Oh, yeah, I Knew You Were Trouble. And sonically, it was just so different from her other albums. And I think the look really stayed true to that different sound. So then let's talk about the fact that she cut off several inches of her hair at the end of the last leg of the Red Tour after London. And now it's now mm-hmm. it's been about two months and it's growing back, but it's still very short. So I'm still so curious what it's going to look like for the Asia shows in June. Hmm. I think she's going to keep it short. I really think like this author kind of suggests she really wants her look to be different with every album. And I think I think this is the look she wants for album five. So I think she'll keep it short. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, like that, really. I can't see her getting extensions or anything fake like that. I'm just wondering, like, I mean, it seems like it's growing fairly quickly. How long is it going to be by June? And is she going to cut it again? Or is she going to leave it? Is she going to straighten it? Is she going to have it curly? Is she going to still wear the hat? Like I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> this actually reminds me of, you know, the last leg of the speak now tour when she went to Australia in 2012. Oh Yeah. And she had, she had the bangs and I remember seeing pictures and I was like, this is so weird. Like (laughs) these are like the speak now concert costumes and Taylor has bangs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it might be the same thing where we see her doing red in June and she's got like short hair and no bangs. It could be weird, but Mm it should be fun. I hope she would do it that way. Cause then we can look back and say the same thing, you know, next year. (laughs) Right. Like what she's like she's tried out i feel like every hairstyle Mm -hmm. 
And they all look good on her. That's the thing. <laughs> Maybe she'll go back. Maybe she misses the curls. Maybe she'll uh, she'll grow it out again. Who knows? I do love the curls. Yeah, I'm pro curl. I am. <laughs> yeah, and this author actually mentions Taylor's new haircut and says it's a really trendy bob. And so the author's just speculating about what this means for the new album. And the author thinks, you know, this means Taylor's going to be taking risks. There's a mention of Sweeter Than Fiction, which was very different sonically for me than if you compared it to Red. And so some people are expecting, you know, if if that was a preview, then it'll be interesting to see what Album 5 brings. Definitely. I Yeah. I feel like the only thing that we can ever predict about her upcoming albums is that it's going to completely blow away our expectations. Always. She's the only person who can always top herself. And it's like, you think that you have like a general, you know, educated guess towards what she's going to be doing. And then she just blows you away. And you're like, what was I even thinking? Right. Yeah. After Speak Now came out, I thought, well, there, there's no way she's going to top this. Like, how is she supposed to... I was actually worried about album four because I was thinking, you know, what, she's going to be disappointed. Like, you know, the likelihood of this topping Speak Now just seems so slim. And, you know, she did it. And I th- really think she'll do it again and keep doing it. And the reason why is because I think, you know, she writes her songs, she writes from the heart, and that's what we all can relate to. And that's why we love her. And she just keeps getting fans all over the world because people can connect with her. If she keeps tapping herself the way that she has been, she's going to end up just nominated against herself for award shows. <laughs> and I do have to mention this one thing um, about, and granted, you know, this this comes from uh, Andrea, so she might be a little biased, you know, but, but hey, who knows? Um, uh, there is a guy who works at... Um, the Country Music Hall of Fame. His name's Kyle. And I guess um, he had the opportunity to meet Andrea Swift over the past week. And uh, anyway, um, there was this, if, if you guys didn't see, this was on Twitter. Um, you know, there was a little write-up about it that he did. And um, he was able to meet her, and, and he happened to ask her about Album 5, and, and she said that it was awesome. So she said that it was like, uh, she she can't even explain how amazing it is and how excited everyone is for this album. So, so if, wow. I mean... Yeah, if, you know, Mama Swift is saying that, and she seems like a very genuine person, too. So. I think she's a credible so. source. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, because when you think about it, Taylor always says, Scott is, like, the cheerleader who, if I, like, mm-hmm. write something really dumb, he'll say it's the best thing ever, although Taylor <laughs> never writes anything dumb. Um, but he's always like, yeah, that was amazing. And, and she describes Andrea as just being a little bit more realistic and, mm-hmm. like, She'll call her out if she needs to, yeah. Exactly. Mm. So if she's saying that it's that it's absolutely amazing, then, you know, I, I just can't even wait. I'm very excited. All right. Well, next we have some really exciting giveaway news. All right. And so now we're going to announce our prize pack contest entry winner. Um, and drumroll, please. Our winner for the week is Oklahoma Swifty on Twitter. Yay. Congratulations. Yay. So if you're listening, um, we asked you guys to listen to the episode to, to tune in. So uh, Oklahoma Swifty, if you would contact us, um, you have seven days to contact us to claim your prize. Or else, unfortunately, we're going to pick another winner. So so thanks again, everybody, for entering. And um, yeah, really great. So um, And uh, we just tweeted a few days ago 
that we would have another giveaway after reaching 4,000 followers on Twitter. And we just reached that number, which is awesome, Woo-hoo! which is, yeah, incredible. Yay! So, so, yeah, we are going to have an amazing giveaway with some really cool items lined up. So tune in for next week uh, so you guys can get all the details on how to enter. And I, I know what one of the prizes is for sure because I bought it. And you're really going to want to win this because it's a pretty rare item that you can't get a lot of places. You're going to want to tune in next week. Yeah, it's a really cool item. So just a few reminders before we wrap up. Make sure that you press the subscribe button on iTunes. And basically that just downloads the latest episodes for you every week to your iPod or iPhone or iTunes so that you don't have to keep checking. It'll just download it for you. So we would love it if you would subscribe. And if you don't have iTunes or an iPhone or iPod, you can go listen to all our episodes at swiftcast13.com. That's our main website. It has all of our contact methods, all of our social media, so and all the episodes. So you can check that out there. We are on Twitter, of course, at swiftcast13. We're on Taylor Connect, also at swiftcast13. You can email us either through our website or at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theswiftcast Alright, so one of my favorite parts of each week. What do you guys think Taylor is going to do next week? It's your favorite because you always give really realistic guesses and then I'm just being right. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of at a loss this week. I want to hear your you guys' answers first. So I think that Taylor is going to have a cameo in Ed's music video for Sing when it comes out. Ooh, yeah, they just finished shooting that, didn't they? Yeah, so I don't know. I definitely think it's possible. <laughs> we won't know that for at least at least a month, probably, you know? True. But, but... when that comes out, <laughs> we're going to look back. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. You go, Steph. I don't know. <laughs> I got to think of something. Yeah, I really, I don't know. Um, I think she's going to visit another children's hospital this week and spend five hours there taking more pictures. I mean, she hasn't gone in like, what, a week and a half? So she probably feels like she needs to go again, Oh, yeah, she's way overdue. (laughs) Because she, you know, it's not like she's recording an album or anything. (laughs) She has all this free time. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to just take the opposite route. I'm going to say that Taylor is going to do nothing this week, and she's going to have no pictures of her whatsoever, and she's just going to stay holed up and working on the album. I think she's going to, yeah, she's going to stay home and just watch Law & Order. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and we're going to have no pictures for like a straight week, and we're all going to be going nuts. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. Well, now that she's in New York, it's like every day at a certain hour, I yeah, expect... You know? pictures i think the paps yeah just have her down her schedule down to a t like i think they do is it, are, does, it seems to me like the ones in new york the paparazzi there are worse than the ones in la is that possible i don't know i think they are yeah are they i mean it seems like they just sit outside her apartment maybe they're more stalkerish maybe they're not as rude though although you have to consider i guess in new york with the entry to her apartment it's way easier whereas in la she has a house yeah true so people can't really just sit outside. Well, whatever happens um, this week, you you know we'll be telling you about it on next week for episode fifty of Swiftcast. Yes, and it's very fitting that we're gonna have a really exciting new giveaway announced on episode fifty. So 
Thanks so much for tuning in to 49, and we'll see you next week on episode 50. So for now, this has been Steph. Ashley. And Nate. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Peace out, Swiss Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.